The Protectors of the Wood episode series, episode number 41, Students Against Dystopia. over. There was a moment of silence. Yuvia murmured, Oh, definitely powerful. There was silence again. Finally, Yuvia said, It's about you, right? We're your friends. Come on, let us in. What's up? I don't want to talk about it, but... I know I have to. Okay. The big news is, I'm catching Sharon's boat early tomorrow morning. And I'll miss the big concert in the courtyard tomorrow night. I told Callie, but I haven't spoken to anyone else. Maybe Callie will find them. Yuvia put her hand on his knee. Something important must have happened. Come on, let us in. (sighs) My mother's frightened. Young children are getting sick with this high fever. She's called Dr. Bear to visit. And she wants me home to help out. I don't know what to make of it. But I want to leave anyway. Yuvia hugged him. Oh, Isaiah, I'm so sorry. My mom got Sharon to find me and tell me I should act as pastor on Sunday in church, unless Sonny wants to do it, in which case I should support Sonny and run Sunday school. Junior's in River City for a meeting. He's away more often than he is home. And I am too. Isaiah opened his arms as if pleading with them. We're deserting our responsibilities. I don't like it here. Everyone's a kid. A mob of 20-year-olds looking for girlfriends and boyfriends, socializing like mad. There's no one here like me. I'm not interested in an assistant professor or college events. I'm a 34-year-old man, and I'm not making any money. Though, we were supposed to get paid for our radio concert, but I don't care. They'll give me my share later, and then 
they'll go to River City for a show. But I won't go. And any moment now, they'll walk in and I'll spoil their evening. But I don't care. I can't do this any longer. Yuvia hugged him again, but Isaiah shook her off. They won't even have time to practice the band without me. Isaiah was almost yelling in frustration. It's such a mean thing that I'm doing. You gotta lose just to live. He had tears in his eyes. Abby said, I think you're doing the right thing. Yuvia agreed. Yeah, it's important to be pastor if they need you. These kids in Sunday school are important. How about Wednesday night at the open gate? Hundreds of people come every week. With Junior and Callie gone, who can run it? You have jobs to do. I do. I do. And I like my jobs. I like the band too, but I end up sitting around here, feeling out of place. My band and their friends are over 10 years younger than me. These students are even younger. You should hear the stuff they talk about. Debating to the end of the world. Dystopia. Everything's about dystopia. I hate these discussions. Let's do something about it. They talk about Alex's fire-breathing dragon as if the end is near. And that dragon pouring out the flood. He motioned to a nearby print of the Ark on the wall. You'll see it everywhere. Yuvia backed up and gave Isaiah a stare. Now don't go overboard on me. That's not fair. The students against fossil fuels are trying. You see staff shirts all over. We've just come from a meeting where we were all trying to do something. Alex isn't predicting the end of the world. His arc is about getting through the flood with all life. The dragon is just nature striking back against our mistakes. You must have heard Alex's idea. He wants to give Students Against Fossil Fuels a new name. Sad for Students Against Dystopia. Mm. I like that. But I'm not a student. And I'm not going to be one. How old are you, Yuvia? Why ask that? I'm 22. See? That's my point. You like Alex. You're in a different stage of life. And you're right. I know I'm being unfair. Venting all this to you. I'll get over it. At least now, I know what I should be doing. The band will survive. They'll figure it out. Abby broke into the conversation. You're right. Don't feel guilty about it. They'll understand. And who can argue with your mother, your church, your community? Yuvi and I grew up there and went to Sunday school there. We would never be where we are without adults who cared. Phoebe suddenly had a few words to say. The band will survive. I know them. We're on your side. Do what you need to do. Now, I'm going to clean up this place. How did it become such a mess? We're staying here too. Abby and Yuvia and Isaiah joined in. 
Callie and Alex arrived and received a warm welcome from all. Abby and Alex embraced and stared at each other. Everyone felt a burst of energy and sat around the coffee table with several conversations going on at once. Callie did her best to relieve Isaiah's anxieties. She had spoken to George, Eddie, and Ishmael. They were already making plans on the phone. Rain was predicted for the following evening, and Sarah had received permission to move the concert indoors. In fact, explained Callie, they might be able to play in the beautiful old auditorium in Madison Hall. That circular stone building was the most prestigious place for music on campus. Plus, Sarah wanted Ishmael, Eddie, and George to show up early the following morning at the trustee event. Like, Sarah's afraid the trustees will delay presenting their position on disinvestment. People could get restless and annoyed. Sarah wants the band to hold the crowd if that happens. Nobody was mad at Isaiah. Callie was sure of that. The band was set up in Madison Hall early in the afternoon and could practice for hours. The concert would begin at 7 p.m. Alex offered beer, wine, coffee, or tea. Phoebe, Yuvia, and Abby were exhausted and wanted peppermint tea and a place to sleep. Isaiah was packing his things in a duffel bag. Isaiah asked, So, where is everybody? Well... George and Ismail are in Sarah's dorm, and like, Eddie's somewhere with Stephanie, and I'm invited to party and only stop by to bring you the news. Abby was thinking, I've got to say something. I need to know something. Callie, wait a second. I haven't seen George since that disaster in the churchyard. He hasn't returned to Middletown since then. I need to know how he's doing. I worry and feel guilty. It was so painful for him. Yeah, it was. But George likes it here. He's kind of, um, liberating for him to be away from all that tension. Like, he's writing songs, gets along with Sarah and her friends. He can't stay in Sarah's dormitory forever. But so far, it's okay. Abby breathed a sigh of relief. (sighs) That really helps. It's all okay. Callie headed out the door and said she'd be back in a couple of hours. There was a long silence. Then Yuvia looked at Alex. Where were you? We saw your gallery, but you didn't show up. I'm, I'm sorry. I was at the big staff meeting. We're organizing tomorrow's event gathering demonstration... Who knows what it is, or how it will come off. Sarah and Amy are desperate to give it some respectability and prestige. They asked everyone to act as security, speak to campus police about any problems, intervene on people trying to disrupt. The meeting went on and on, but At least we have a plan. Staff will show up at 8 a.m. and drink coffee and greet people as they arrive. I'm not used to this sort of thing, but I'm doing my best. No banners, no signs allowed. 
We're all supposed to wear staff t-shirts. Here, I got a few to give you. He reached into his backpack and handed out the shirts. Yuvia exclaimed, How exciting! I can't wait! Alex smiled at her. I'm not such an irresponsible, no-good, undisciplined... Now that's unfair. I never said those things. Alex was surprised and immediately apologized. Of course you didn't. I guess I was just thinking of what my sister used to call me. She still calls me. I shouldn't pin it on you. Please forgive me. They hugged. Phoebe and Abby looked at each other and smiled, nodding at each other. They had guessed correctly. They drank their tea in silence. Alex looked around anxiously. I know I haven't been much of a host, but we do have a bed and two cots in the front upstairs room. Callie sleeps right here on the couch. George stays with Sarah. Eddie stays with Stephanie. And Ishmael stays with friends I haven't met yet. Isaiah and I have the back room. I hope that's okay. He looked from one to another. No one replied. Please, we can change the arrangements if there's a problem. Alex, it's all fine. Don't give it a thought. Just wake us early. We'll wear our new t-shirts and follow everything you do in the morning. Phoebe exclaimed. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you, Alex. Abby reached out and touched his hand. Yes, and please don't apologize. We'll have a chance to catch up on the years gone by. Maybe tomorrow afternoon? Oh, I'd love that. I'm so curious about all you've done. And by the way, I have a print to give you tomorrow before you leave. I'd love to hear your reaction to it. I was thinking of you when I drew it. It came to me in a dream I had a couple of nights ago. These strange things happen to me sometimes. And that's where I get my prints from. I'd love to see it. And I loved your show. I even brought a print. You shouldn't have done that. I'll give you any print you like. That's okay. I'm glad I bought it. And I'm eager to see whatever you want to give me. Alex hesitated and his mood changed. I, I really need to warn you. You're famous here in Evansville. Everyone follows the news. You should know people will try to interview you tomorrow. And it may be overwhelming. Ugh, no, please. If anyone asks, just say I'm only here to listen. Tell the other staff. Ah, I'm glad you mentioned that. I'll bring it up early tomorrow. That's the kind of thing Sarah and Amy need to know. They'll probably assign campus security to watch over you. Abby was thinking, Please, I need to be invisible. Phoebe and Yuvia were looking at her. Phoebe said, We'll stick with you. Thanks for listening. Episode number 42 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please visit our website, www.protectorsofthewood.com. For Facebook and Instagram, please visit us at Protectors of the Wood Book Series.
sun is rising in the bright blue sky the world i know it comes alive and i'm feeling like the time is arrived to be what i can be oh it's like the universe is at my front door Maybe just a corner store, but I'm afraid to ask more, cause it's a lot to me. It's a lot to me. It's a magic land, and we're all in it. Step right up and let's begin it. Faces of people that we see. Father, mother, sister, and brother, come outside and see one another. Don't you think together we might find a way? Because I gotta say. Make it happen today. Okay. Life could be wonderful and terrible too. Just about anything can happen to you, you, you. I say it matters, it matters what we do. Something special, how I feel. Now I finally know that it's real, it's real. And I think together. We might find a way Cause I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say We can make it happen too I gotta say We can make it happen today